Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Websites recoveryradiokmp3.com. Where to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe your day's just getting started. Maybe it's just winding down. Maybe it's somewhere right in the middle. But here we are. You and me. today that I have no desire to drink and I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mix some some Don Francisco's hazelnut it is delicious I want to give a very special shout out today to Mallory in Dallas Texas I cannot tell you how much your messages have meant. I've really made my week. I'm going to read some excerpts from um, Mallory's messages here and talk about them. Life is so different and so good today, even during the shitty times. It's wild. I share about how good things are now in meetings, and sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, wow, this sounds like bullshit. It's not bullshit, though. In my experience, if I do this thing to the best of my ability, things get better. The power of God is incredible. My faith strengthens every day. Because of the actions I take in and out of the program. It works. It really does. I also want to emphasize how much your clear-cut message of the big book has helped me. Initially, I was really confused when I came into AA and thought that I was more selfish and self-centered than other people because I was alcoholic. It has been groundbreaking for me to learn and understand that I'm an alcoholic because of my obsession to drink and my physical allergy and that I have to connect with a power greater than myself in order to take away my fatal obsession to drink. In order to do that, I must start to destroy the selfish parts of me that block me off from God or else I will die because I will eventually drink again. Of course, I need God's help 
to do that because I'm human and being selfish is a core part of my nature, just like everyone else in the world. Non-alcoholics just don't kill themselves over it with alcohol. It's very liberating for me to see that perspective because I have a tendency to beat myself up and that's not helpful because I just end up more tangled up in self. I'm so grateful for the podcast and the memes. Look forward to Sunday, Tuesday, and Friday every week. Tuning in is such a joy and has made me fall in love with the AA program even more. Currently re-listening to the episode where you talk about Emmett Fox's The Unicorn. So good. Sending much love from Dallas, Texas. I mean, there's so much there that just thrills me that I relate to. I mean, that's, that is exactly the impact that this information that I talk about all the time in the show had on me changed my life permanently when I first um, had it shared with me. Changed my life permanently. Mallory says, Life was so different and so good today, even during the shitty times. I mean, that's been my experience. That's been my experience. It's profound experience. And if you're not experiencing that, it's very hard to understand what is meant by that, but it's kind of like no matter what's going on, I'm in this like nest of peace and um, serenity that's profound, regardless of what's happening. And I think it's directly, in my case, related to the understanding that I have of what makes me alcoholic and what I have to do and what self is and that God can remove it and the way I practice this program directly related to my experience. And it sounds like it is with her too. Sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, wow, this sounds like bullshit, but it's not bullshit though. She's sharing about how good things are. I mean, I feel that way. I'm not exaggerating. I feel that way every time I share. Every single time I share in a meeting, I'm like, this is not going to sound real. It's going to sound like I'm just delusional or I'm avoiding some negative part of my reality or... I'm just trying to sound a certain way and just none of that's true. It's it's actually not bullshit. And it fires me up, man. And then, you know, also what I've talked about so many times on here. About how initially I was really confused when I came in AA. Because it's 
reading what Mallory wrote here. I came in AA and I thought I was more selfish and self-centered than other people because I was alcoholic. It's been groundbreaking me for me to learn and understand that I'm alcoholic because of my obsession to drink and my physical allergy. And that's it. According to the book, Alcoholics Anonymous, that's it. And then I have to connect with a power greater than myself in order to take away my fatal obsession to drink. In order to do that, I must start to destroy the selfish parts of me that block me off from God, or I, eventually I will die, because I'll drink again. And of course, I need God's help, because I'm human. Being selfish is a core part of my nature, just like everyone else in the world. I mean, I just... One of the things I love about what I'm reading to you is that every syllable can be reconciled with the big book. And it's just, I don't know. On a personal level, it just feels so good to get these words sent to me because it's it's the reason I'm here three days a week. The reason I do literally everything that I do is um, for that. That's why I do literally all of it. Because I... used to struggle a lot and then I learned this information and I have not struggled um, in that way that I used to since I'm just so passionate about it so anyways there's that so big shout out to Mallory for taking the time to articulate what is happening so clearly, beautifully. All right. I am going to read part of an email that I got. And I'm going to talk about that. That's going to be today's topic proper. And this comes from Chase in Birmingham, Alabama. Love the podcast. My sponsor turned me on to it about four months ago. I've only been sponsoring guys for about six months. Of the guys I've, of the six guys I have sponsored so far, only one has remained sober. I can see that one starting to fade because of his unwillingness to get a sponsee. I am definitely not a one-chip wonder. I've had my ins and outs. Once the light went off for me, it's been amazing. However, it's becoming difficult to trust I'm doing this correct and not become discouraged. It's so hard to transmit how much better everything has become and it's becoming frustrating. Do any of your previous podcasts touch upon something like this? If not, maybe you can make, maybe it could be something in the future. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So, I think about a bunch of stuff that's in the big book when I think about this. 
and I'm going to read it to you. A lot of it. The hopes that it lightens your load about this. And if it helps, your experience is very normal. It's the common experience. It's like the common ratio of people who stay sober. Um, in my own personal experience, it's a very small number who's willing to actually do it. And that's okay. It's not my job to um, worry about that or try to give somebody willingness or honesty or open-mindedness. That's those things they have to possess themselves. It's just... So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read some things that the big book says about this. And also keep in mind, if you don't already know, that Bill Wilson himself um, didn't have anybody that he was trying to help stay sober for the first six months that he was sober. And somebody pointed out, well, you're sober. That should be the barometer that you use. Okay. Let's see. Where do I want to start? I mean, I could start with this beautiful little sentence we read in every meeting here where I live. on page 60 in the big book in the A, B, and C. A, we are alcoholic and cannot manage our own lives. B, the probably no human power could have relieved our alcoholism. I remind myself of that. I'm a human power. I'm not going to save anybody here. I guess the first part I'll read is when it says, on page 95, first paragraph, about halfway down, you will be most successful with alcoholics if you do not exhibit any passion for crusade or reform. Never talk down to another alcoholic from any moral or spiritual hilltop. Simply lay out the kit of spiritual tools for his inspection. Show him how they worked with you. Offer friendship and fellowship. If he thinks he could do the job in some other way, it says in the last paragraph, or prefers some other spiritual approach, encourage him to follow his own conscience. Page 96. Do not be discouraged if your prospect does not respond. It says at once, but really at all. Search out another alcoholic and try again. You're sure to find someone desperate enough to accept with eagerness what you offer. We find it a waste of time to keep chasing a man who cannot or will not work with you. If you leave such a person alone, he may soon become convinced he cannot recover by himself. I'm going to jump up to page 132. 
first full paragraph. A little more than halfway through it. When we see a man sinking into the mire that is alcoholism, we give him first aid and place what we have at, at his disposal. For his sake, we do recount and almost relive the horrors of our past. But those of us who have tried to shoulder the entire burden and trouble of others find we are soon overcome by them. Let's go back to page. Let's look at page 94. I'm bouncing all over the place here. Those of you out there with my humor probably know what I was just thinking right there, but saying nothing. Ninety-four, first paragraph. Outline the program of action, explaining how you made a self-appraisal, how you straightened out your past, and why you are now endeavoring to be helpful. It's important for him to realize that your attempt to pass this on plays a vital role in your own recovery. Actually, he may be helping you more than you're helping him. Make it plain he is under no obligation to you. A little further down, it says, make it clear he's not under any pressure, and he doesn't have to see you again if he doesn't want to. He should not, you should not be offended if he wants to call it off. He has helped you more than you have helped him. I mean, those are just some excerpts of something the book says over and over again to the point where I know that if I am frustrated with a sponsee I'm playing God plain and simple I have an idea of how it's supposed to go and it's not going that way that's it I have written some outcome and it's not happening or it doesn't look like it's going to happen or I'm worried it's not going to happen so I'm in collision with something or somebody with good motives. The most amazing example that I could think of, of living on self-propulsion with good motives is really wanting somebody to get this program. That's an ex excellent example of playing God with good motives. When I'm like, hell-bent on somebody really getting this. My job is to lay the kit of spiritual tools at their feet and concentrate on my own demonstration. And that's it. Everything else, up to God. So hopefully that helped. And that's it. I gotta go. This face isn't going to stare at itself. I got to go stand in front of the mirror for a while. Get ready for my modeling gig. Called. Cobalt Pearls. It's like this weird European. Magazine about people with beautiful eyes. <laughs> uh, 
want to give a shout out today again to Mallory. And I want to give a shout out to Chelsea. I want to give a shout out to Dave. And anybody who needs to hear it, I want to say everything is okay. Say that to you, Kelly. And Richard. And anyone else who needs to hear it. Send me an email. Sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com Send me a message on Instagram. Sarcastic.aa.book And um, that's it. I'm out of here. Oh, let's see what the sarcastic daily meditations say today. What do you think? Why not? Today is the 24th of September. Let's look at sarcastic daily meditations. If you have some unresolved stuff going on, becoming more uptight about it usually does the trick. I'll post that one. That's funny. Let's see what more sarcastic daily meditations finally arrived. Today is the day God has decided to forget about you. Now it's funny because it's just so ridiculous. All right. I don't know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life. <laughs>